Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another Skill Riders podcast episode number 223 with your host, 60 Fellows. On the commute right now, just heading out. I was just like getting a little tangled up right there, <laughs> but I'm good. Um, hope you guys are doing well. Man, we're already in the uh, month of September, but it's like we're already like past the mid September. You know, it's a trip each month just keeps flying by and i feel like once uh you know like october hits it's just like that's it man the end of the year like you know we're gonna start hitting that last quarter of the year and man it's like we're just gonna have to look back at everything that we've built everything you've accomplished you know things you've learned and uh and you know set some goals for the following year as far as like things you want to learn things you want to try and all that so but it's interesting, you know, it's interesting how things go. And I don't know if, if it has to do with age as you get older, um, you know, we're paying attention to stuff more and more and scheduling things. And, and next thing you know, you, you tell yourself, oh, yeah, we're, I'm going to do this around March. And, and the next, you know, March is like around the corner. And you're like, man. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of a kind of a trip. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to uh, get right into it and. Um, start things off talking about uh the scale riders mystery boxes that just got launched uh last week so this was um there's like a a three-tier mystery box from a fifty dollar a hundred dollar to a hundred and fifty dollar a tier mystery box so this is something new that i launched last year on my website and it's still available you know there was a on monday I shipped out a lot of the mystery boxes out to customers and I'm very excited for them to get it because I mean it was fun putting this together you know the uh, like when I had started promoting and, and you know launching and making it available on the site I was, during that process you know I'm, I'm gathering up all my items you know my boxes tape everything to put this together getting you know like you could i guess you could say it's like ingredients right so just gathering everything up all the materials and everything and over the weekend because saturday i had a vend at a local show in oxnard that i'll talk about in this episode as well and so that was saturday sunday was you know family day get to chill and it wasn't until you know um once once the day was done and, and everyone's asleep, where well, I was like, all right, cool. Like, let me uh, start sorting stuff out. Let me start kind of a, like a pre-pack. Uh, but Monday was going to be like the official like packing day, you know. So I just wanted to get a little heads up on Sunday night. Did as much as I could. And then after that, I just called it a night. And, and I was just like, it was like I couldn't sleep. I was just excited. I was excited to put this together. Um, Monday came up. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, dropped off the little one at her daycare. And then I was just free that morning. So I started, you know, packing orders. And it was just cool, like, putting the whole, this whole thing together uh, right there, all the packaging and everything. And, 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 you know, just very, very appreciated and grateful for all the customers who supported, who were like, cool let, let me try this out some people already know what mystery boxes are but some people are, it's like still like a new thing or 
they just weren't even sure what it was. And, you know, basically what it is is, you know, it's, it's a mystery. You know, you, let's say you do the, the $50 tier, you know, you're paying $50 and you're going to get a, a model kit, something that I pick out. And also, um, you're also going to be getting a set of wheels that I pick out in there and, and also some, uh, tools for the $50 one. As far as the, uh, $100 one, you're going to get two kits that I pick out, two sets of wheels that I also pick out. And then also, uh, on this one, we're adding tool. Well, tools are in there, but we're also adding paint. So you're going to be getting some paint in that packaging. And as far as the, uh, the 150, now you times it by three. So it's three kits, three wheel sets, paint, tools. And we're also now adding to this one is uh, detail parts on that one. Um, I might do a fourth tier later down the road, but for now, um, I'm doing it just these three here because I also got to be aware of the packaging too. You know, I got to make sure that I'm able to like fit everything in a box you know I don't want to like overdo it and be like oh it's all this stuff and then um, I don't have the, the right correct size box for it so for now th the boxes I have are like perfect like all the stuff fits nice in there uh, for each one of the tiers so so it works it makes sense and and it's just you know s some people always you know even like myself you know I tend to uh, you know, when I want to order stuff or what I'm looking for, it's like I kind of stick to the same thing. But then once in a while, I want to do something different, you know, maybe like there's a kit I've been overlooking or maybe there's a tool that I don't even know, like what that even does or what, because I don't have it, you know. But let's say if I did a mystery box and then I end up getting like just an introduction to something that I'm like, whoa, like what is this and then now you have it in hand you have the packaging you look at it and everything you start looking at videos because it's not like something you're just gonna like put away and be like oh well i don't have a use for it you never know you you will have a use for it or maybe it's something that you're like dude this is the key i've been looking for this this is what's gonna you know make things better so it just it's a mystery you know um you're, you're definitely gonna get the value out of it um in there and and it's just like one of the, the things I also did like the night before was I decided to add a bonus to everything. So I have these uh, really dope mini GT Kaido house uh, decals. And I started off with the one that had the, the Brie livery. And I was like, you know what? I'm just getting, these are like, they retail for about 25 bucks. I'm just gonna throw one in on each one of these boxes as a bonus. It's not advertised on the on the listing and it was just something i wanted to do so you know for everyone who who supported that was like you know i want to i want to get in on this and i just went ahead and and added the the uh the die cast piece right there and you know the the box they cut their the packaging is cool it comes in a little box and then it's wrapped with the shrink wrap with the plastic so um on the shrink wrap like i just wrote on there bonus so that way like all you guys that are that are getting it just know that that's just an added piece um every, everything else that's in there 
you know, it's um, it's part of the the mystery box, and then this is just like the added the added piece right there. There was also um, a, a print that I just got done uh, with my GTR, the GTR that is now living in Spain. It's gonna live the remainder of its life out in Spain, out there with the uh, one two four Eternals. Eternally, there you go. It's gonna live its eternal life out there. Um, so that that car, that photograph was taken out in Spain and I managed to uh, get that printed up. So I have that as a print and it's a limited print too. So that's being added to uh, all orders. On Instagram, you'll be able to see that photo of that print or on video or whatever, you know, like already surfaced um, on there. So that that's another piece uh, that's going in there with the packages. I I tracked some of the orders that went out Monday. Some people already got some, their orders in yesterday. Uh, They're obviously in California. They pretty much get like the same, like the next day, because I'm shipping it out of California. Uh, for others, I believe uh, like Texas or so, they're expected to get theirs like by this Friday. And some on Saturday. And I think the East Coast ones, since they're way up in the East Coast, might be until Monday. Um, so, or even Saturday, I don't know, we'll see, but I did add a, I printed out this, um, like, sticker, um, with my printer, you know, uh, thanking customers and also, you know, just looking forward to them tagging me, because I do want to see the unboxings, I hope, I hope, fingers crossed, I hope that people, uh, record their unboxings, or even go live with it, that'd be pretty cool. Um, I'm just like excited for them to like open this up and like check it out, see the the kind of things that I picked out, the things I added in there. You know, with, with and all this stuff that's in there, it's all stuff that I sell in the store. So it's it's all different brands too. So it's not like you're just gonna all get just one brand of stuff. You know, no, it's things are getting mixed up. So there's gonna be various various brands, brands you recognize. And there might be some brands you, you know, this might be introduction, like first time, like, oh, okay. You know, or, or maybe you've heard of it, but you've never had one of the tools or one of the kits, you know, it could be um, various things. And, you know, obviously as, as time goes, like I said, like there's gonna be more um, mystery boxes added, more bonuses, you know, there's always gonna be something I'm gonna wanna add. Uh, you know, I just wanna make sure my customers are happy and all that and and um and having fun because that's what it's about you know if you think about it like anything you do that's a hobby you know you have to find some kind of an enjoyment get you know out of it you know and 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 i know a lot of you guys get your enjoyment from model building this is just like adding to it adding to that excitement uh from there and and you know another thing i wanted to uh mention is um I highly would recommend you guys, if you're listening to this and you've ordered or plan on order, get on the, the email list, jump on the email list, uh, because I would say like like the last like couple, couple weeks, I've been um, sending out more and more offers for uh, discount codes and things like that through my email. So I've been like building up my email list and, you know, if you're a first time customer when you sign up uh right there you'll get like a code for like 10 percent off your first 
full order and you know there, there's just a lot a lot of different um, di- different things going on but as far as like you know things that go on sale they do go on sale for sure uh, but most of those announcements are made through the through my email once you're signed up I'll do like an email blast and you'll be able to get that information there uh, you know I, I really I kind of very rarely put it on the page like front page like oh this is what's on sale everything primarily is going to be more done via email right now as I'm um, you know collecting gathering emails building up my email list this way for like further announcements or anything that that comes up in the future you know um, you know new product drops new new locations of vending things like that sort so just keep an eye out for that um, but I highly would recommend it because, I mean, there could be a code in there that you might need for something that you want to get to save some money, you know? That, that's just like a, um, a a bonus thing right there for subscribing. And, you know, a lot of things have been changing with, with the online store. Uh, I'm expected to be getting some more product in. Uh, later this month, hoping next week. If, if they get it shipped out this week, then I'll guarantee have it for next week. And, you know, it, it's like by December, I, w- I want to be saying I'll be entering already like my fourth year into uh, business as Scale Riders, like online store. And with that, it's like, you know, there, there's a there's a lot of things I've learned along the way, and and at the same time, you know, product has to move. It has to move. It, it can't stay still. Product needs to constantly uh, uh, be moving in order to create space for new product and and also uh, to uh, well, yeah, to bring in new new product as well and everything. But the space is very very important because if you don't have if you got stuff like just sitting there and then you keep getting new stuff and new new stuff it piles up and now you got no space and you're out of space and it's just like dang like you know and um and that's the thing with like with the retail world is like you gotta have sales you gotta have this you gotta have that and you know you have you have to have all these uh, spinning plates on there you know and I don't know. I was just like sitting back, kind of brainstorming, and just thinking of places that I've shopped, and and just like being like, man, like like in the past, you know, like stores I bought stuff from and everything, and and there was there's some stories that make things exciting, and then there's a lot that don't. Majority of don't make it exciting. It's just like here's a product this is what we have and that's it you know and i need i mean if you have like a a flagship store or brick and mortar i mean you know people are just gonna come in hang out and they're gonna get you know the stuff there so you don't have to really put too much uh effort into it to make that excitement because it's just like it's just there it's more of the getting away from the house to to go somewhere and then just being tempted or just being like all right like i'll buy it why not you know um but with online stores 
it's like yeah it's got to be exciting almost like every time you go to an online store like something going on you know whether it's a new product but also like something that's on sale something that's marked down you know things like that it just makes it more attractive and and less boring and I start I was starting to feel like my store was gonna go down that that hole like of just being boring you know and I was just like nah things gotta change like I gotta put stuff on sale you know even even if I if I take a hit or whatever or if like the profit margin isn't even good you know um but if I, if I gotta like move it, I gotta move it, you know, and somebody else will be happy with it. And then later I'll be happy with it because I, I got the product out and I got something new in to introduce. And it's just a, like a revolving cycle, you know, it, it, that's what it is in the, in the retail world. You know, you go to the stores, you go buy clothes, you got your seasonal clothes, you know, like sp- spring, summer, fall. And, and it's like, things change you know and then as uh something's starting to uh the season started to change a lot of that stuff goes on sale because they, they need to make room for the new stuff that's going to come in you know to have uh new things on the rack and and make it excited for customers to come in that be like oh man now we're in a winter i need a sweater i need a jacket i don't need shorts you know so it's all these uh different components and things like that and uh, you know sometimes uh i just like randomly i'm like you know what i want to have to sell right now you know like a flash sell and you do it and a lot of the times you want to get first dibs to customers who actually are signed up to the subs who subscribe to the to the email you know so you let them know first and and they have you know, first dibs on stuff, and, you know, if you want to do an announcement, you can't publicly, but to everyone else that's not subscribed, you know, but if you want to keep it a little more exclusive, then you just do it through email list, and that's it, you know, Uh, so I don't know, there's a lot of things to, like, that you can, like, you know, play around with when you have, like, an online store and all that, Uh, but, but I don't know, we'll see, I mean, there's still a lot of, a lot of things I want to get into the store uh, to make available, and, and just kind of go from there, you know, and, and and get the kits that people want and stuff like that. But let's say, like, like if the mystery box, everything, you know, it's, it, I just started it. But if, you know, further on in the future, like, things things are just growing more and more. There's maybe more future boxes and all this stuff. Then more brands are going to come in. More, more stuff's going to get, like, placed in these boxes that's going to make it exciting. It's not just going to be, you know... Uh, Japanese import kits. It's going to also be kits that are here in the U.S. And then later in the future, once I get my hands on um, the DDS kits, like all these kits from Australia, boom, those will be put in the mix too. So a lot of a lot of various things can be put in these uh, mystery boxes, you know. And like I said, I like to switch up the brands. Different things, uh, you know, are going to be in there. And uh, and then also like let's say you come back and you buy a second box. It's going to have totally different things because, you know, I know most likely what I sent out that first time around, that's it. Like, that stuff's gone. Like, I'm not going to, like, do the second batch, the same thing. It's going to be totally, totally different stuff uh, for sure. So, 
just a heads up uh, right there. I just wanted to like mention it to all you guys about the, uh, the the mystery boxes that they are here and they are available, you know. Um, so so it's, so it's exciting. A lot, lot of uh, different things kind of uh, going on. Man, there's already traffic piling up. What's up with that? Um, man, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I still got a commute, but hopefully it doesn't take me too long. We'll see. I mean, I left pretty early from where I was at. You know what's crazy? Right now, before I started recording this, so when I walk to my car, I got to go down these stairs, right? And I'm, I'm like walking with my mug and, and I'm just like, oh, cool, I'm going to drink this as I'm driving, right? But I, I'm looking at it because I don't want to spill anything over. And, and I'm watching how I'm walking, right? I'm not trying to go too fast or anything. I'm trying to balance this thing. But I lo- as I look up in the far distance on the stairs before I go, you know, through them, I look up. There's this huge spider web and a huge spider right in the middle. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, if I would if I would have not paying attention, if I would have just been looking at my feet, like, all right, I'm going to go down these stairs. That, that thing, I, my face would have hit that thing. That thing would have been on my face. And who knows? That fool would have, like, jacked me up, you know? And... Uh, <laughs> And I would have been tangled up with this with this stuff, man. We're like Halloween's next month. I don't know why why this thing's already up there, you know. But it was huge, and I was like, oh hell no! I could have easily just left and walked walked away from it, you know. But the thing is, my neighbors walk through there too, you know. Uh, especially in the mornings when they're getting their kids ready to go to school and all that. So I had to do the nice thing. I had to get like a like a stick. And just on the edges, start messing with the uh, um, the web, just to tear it down because that dude needed a jam. So uh, you know he knew. He, obviously, he knew I was messing with it because I seen you know it, it started to just like blow away with the air, and it started going up towards the tree, and then that thing just climbed up the tree, and I was, I was like, all right, I'm out. You know, now I can walk through here, and who knows, maybe. He's probably setting up shop right right now again. He's probably like, they're fast, you know? Or maybe he's just like, nah, I'm out of here. You know, I got to go somewhere else. It's going to be daytime already. But that dude was big. I don't know. I just had to say say that right now um, as I'm kind of like cruising through this uh, traffic right here. But, but yeah, I was like tripping out on that. I was just in the car. I was thinking, man, imagine if, if that thing would have gotten me, it would have, it would have probably got me or would have maybe try to run away up to, towards my hair or something and then I would have been tripping like thinking oh it's gonna get me you know it's like when you see those videos of people when, when you tell them hey you got a spider in your shirt and they start freaking out and they're like where 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 <laughs> you know that could have happened that could have been tossing the my drink up in the air or my mug man I don't know I was just tripping out on that I was like what the heck but anyway let's get back into the uh the subject so the mystery boxes just know they're there they're available uh saturday i was in oxnard vending uh this was the uh wondercon ipms show and i was there vending but i also brought four model cars with me to participate in the in the model contest and you know during the week 
I was just like busy with others, like family stuff and everything. And at the same time, I was like, man, I better start putting stuff away for the show. Start making my selections because the show's coming up. So, you know, it was like at least like a couple days I spent like just getting my stuff together, what I was going to take, have that stuff set aside. And, you know, most shows that I've done, they're mostly on Sundays for the most part. You know, this one was on a Saturday, so I felt a little different uh, for a local show, but on a Saturday. And then I was just like, all right, I got to I got to get my stuff ready. And Friday night, I was just excited that, you know, we had a show coming up, a local one. And and that's when I was just like debating, you know, should I bring my model car or should I? And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to be there from beginning to end. So why not? Why not just like bring the stuff and I'll, and I'll bring my models and just picked out the ones I was going to bring. And then I needed to figure out, all right, how am I going to transport these cars now? You know, I'm bringing four of them. Each one I'm putting individually in these little containers with bubble wrap. But how am I going to carry out these four containers? You know, then I got to get a, another container. They all fit. Perfect. Cool. Let's go. So, you know, I had to get up early in the morning, do the commute, you know, with all the, all the stuff in there, uh, got there. The show didn't start till nine, but I got there about close to seven thirty, almost eight. And, you know, I was just like kind of running around back and forth, bringing my stuff in, unloading, I started set up and you know people were walking around you know checking out stuff all, all vendors you know it's always the fun part when you're a vendor it's like having uh like walking you know like walking the lines seeing like other vendors seeing what they have because maybe you might see something you want and you just want to go ahead and uh, get it right there and then before the doors open you know so you know, people, everyone was walking around, um, you know, once it was like nine, then, you know, you can start setting up your models on the, on the table there. So I was pretty much already set. The final thing I needed to do was just, uh, pay for my entry forms and fill them out and then put my models out there. So on this event, I brought four models, one being the, uh, the Nissan, Z-Wagon that I just completed the Nissan Cedric another one that was completed on this, around that time uh, the uh, Liberty Walk Lamborghini Huracan that was done earlier this year and the fourth being my uh, Honda EF9 Black Civic with the Skyriders livery on there that was the uh the other one I finished earlier this year. So these are all new cars that I decided to bring out. Like all like just in, in different style. And and I put them out there in the one in the JDN category and the and the other two in the uh, curbside category. So it was it was a fun event. I got to see my friends there. They they came out. Uh, they were all hanging out so so it was cool to see some familiar faces there and i just got 
got to talk to, to a lot of different people that were coming up, saying what's up, you know, picking up some items or asking questions about items. So it was really, really nice. And then a lot of, a lot of my friends that are locally in Oxnard, Ventura, Nimi area came out too to support the event and you know to say what's up so that that was nice because it's it's almost like this is like the only time you really get to see anybody you know is when you go to like these events like this you know er everyone's busy doing their own thing and especially when you have families or kids it's just like everything changes you know you got to be putting them first and, and being with them. So when when there's events like this, it's more of a gathering too. You know, a, a meetup where you plan. If you can go, you plan it out and you make it happen. You know, there were some people that drove far from, like far, far away, you know, that, that aren't even like near the area. They must have probably driven like two, three, four hours out, you know, and that, that was cool that they actually like came out to the event and supported. You know that that was really nice, but uh, time flew by. It went by quick. You know, there's always like that time where you feel like, oh man, it, you know, we still have a ways to go. But nah, it, it went by like really, really fast, and and you saw like a lot of cool things uh, there. Not only just cars, but there was also uh, aircrafts, uh, tanks, warships. Uh, Gundams, mechas, you know, sci-fi, you know, Star Wars stuff. There was like a little bit of everything for being an IPMS show, you know. So it's cool. Next uh, next month, I'll be vending at another one, the Orange Con. So that's another IPMS show. So I'm excited about that. But but yeah, so the, the Oxnard one, it, it took place at the uh, the Murphy Museum, Automotive Museum. In, in Oxnard and and I remember you know when I was growing up out there I would always see the the, the, the Murphy Museum building where they were at in this in their first location and when I was heading over there I thought they were gonna be in that location but then when I did the map I realized oh wait a minute they're in a they moved like they're in a whole different spot and I got there and I was like all right cool you know, um, I, I got to see where where the new spot is. Check out some of the cars in the collection. Yeah, they had some like neat, neat, pretty cool stuff uh, there. And and yeah, I mean, people were enjoying themselves. I was just tripping out like when I would see people buying these like ships and like planes, especially the ships. They're in these huge boxes, like huge, like really long, like five feet tall six feet tall I was like, dang when they would put it sideways i'll be like man the box is just as big as you like as tall as you like that was crazy i was just like I, man i don't even know where i would even be able to put this or where would i hide this if i had to hide it you know like imagine you're bringing in so many and your wife's like dude like you gotta chill you know like how you gonna how you gonna where are you gonna hide those it gets crazy i was just tripping out on that and but it was it was nice to see all the detail and all the and all the stuff there and and i met i met some new people too there's some some people i met that were there bringing in their stuff and i was just asking them questions 
regarding, um, you know, their models. And, and you know, it, it was just cool. Like, they were nice enough to explain and, and break it down, you know, what, what, they, what they're doing and the kind of colors that went into it and everything. And, and I, I feel like that's what, that it's what, what it's about, you know. Um, just like, just like showing like people like stuff, you know, because, you know, we're all there. We're, we're all into the same thing, it, you know, in this hobby world and in our eyes, you know, it's like eye candy looking at all these like different things that you're like, oh, man, what the heck? And even when you come across like a different genre of building, you appreciate and even you might even be intimidated and be like, man, that looks hard. But, dude, you, you got down on that. Like, that's a trip, you know, or it might even make you want to try that. You know, it's it's really interesting. This one guy had done he had this display where it was like these parts from like the Titanic and the way he weathered them and the rust that he did to it, it made it look like they were made out of metal. But you know for sure they were like styrene. Like it had to be plastic for sure, you know? But just the way it looked, it looked it looked crazy. And even like these uh mecha vehicles, just like what they had. Not not vehicles, uh, figures. Uh the kind of weathering that they that they had in there. It just made everything really look realistic, like they were like they had this weight, like they were heavy, and and just very robotic, you know, metal with cables and whatnot. So that was that was really dope on there. And I mean the the cars, man. I, I felt like we were like a minority. There was there was cars, but there wasn't like compared to all the other shows I've gone to. It's mostly like model car shows, you know. This was like. They had their cars were there, but it was all like in a in an area in the back, and I was just tripping out. You know, I was like, "Dang!" But what was there though was dope. I was like, "Man!" Even uh, John Teresi was out there. He brought his stuff. I mean, that dude's stuff is like killer. You know, the paint jobs, the 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 paint scheme, every everything, the replicas, like the details that are just added to his stuff. It's like insane. You know, so uh, yeah, he was out there, so that was that was really cool. And I mean, just just the cars alone, you know, the the detail that's like added in there, it's like really nice. So so that was that show right there. The next show I got coming up is Orange Con, which will be like that first weekend of October that I'm looking forward to. I'll be posting the flyer up soon on my Instagram and everywhere else. If you're in the Orange County area or near it or planning on going or not even sure, I'll post the info up and um, maybe you'll be out there. This is going to be the first time I'll be there at that event, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, I just got to make sure I get there early. I know there will be no traffic from my end getting there. It's going to most likely be like a 20-minute drive to Orange County, especially in the early morning. There's no one on the roads. So I'll be able to get there early, but I just want to get there early enough to just to know kind of like, you know, where I'm situated and everything and then just uh, start unpacking and, and be uh, ready to go, you know, and, and it's also an IPMS show. So 
I'm most likely going to participate in that too. I'll most likely bring in some models uh, with me and just like set them up. You know, why not? You know, if I'm going to be there all day and, and, you know, just, just so the cars can, uh, can get out, maybe, uh, you know, like people go, if they want to photograph and go for it, you know, whatever, like whatever they want to do with the photography, that'd be pretty cool. You know, um, it's, it's like I geek out when I see people's cars. So hopefully people geek out too when they, uh, when they see that. But I'm excited though, man. It's uh, but that's gonna be the last show for myself for the year. Uh, October, I mean November, is there is another show NHRA Museum in Pomona. Um, I will not be attending, unfortunately. I will not be able to go. I'll be busy that weekend. I'll be out of town, so I won't even be in town that weekend. And and that that sucks, but it is what it is. I gotta wait till next year. Last year was fun. I was able to be in there and everything, and that's why I haven't announced anything about regarding that show, is because I won't I won't be there. You know, um, I will post the info up for those that want to go. It's a nice little show, and it just keeps growing, growing more and more every year. More uh, more cars. Oh, dang! I just hit like a box right now. <laughs> you guys hear that? Watch all over my window. Woo! Damn, right when I lowered my window, that box just flew. It was like a small box. It was just like flinging around. I wasn't going to swerve. Like, I'm, I'm going like 70 miles an hour right now. So I just had to like take it. Um, so, uh, so that show, October coming up. Um, it'll be in the beginning of the weekend. Orange Con, and I'll be like my last one uh, for the year. The one that I need to already start, you know, getting in contact with and booking and sending out payment is uh, NNL West. NNL West is already has already been announced. It'll be in January. I do plan on going to that, and um, that that's a for sure. That's a for sure. I know other years I've always kind of been on the unsure. Am I gonna go? You know, I don't know, but. This one, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely uh, want to go to go to this show, and um, and that's gonna be out in uh, in January. So uh, so we'll see, we'll see uh, as we get closer. You know, that'll be another one right there. Uh, but in uh, what is it, October? Yeah, like no November. So in November, um, the online store is going to be closed for about a week. Just just a heads up. I already kind of want to throw it out there to let you guys know. Uh, it's going to be closed for about a week. Um, I'm going to be out in Mexico, Mexico City. I'll be out there. Um, you guys listening to the show are out in Mexico City. Uh, you know, scale model builders and all that. Get in touch with me. Let's link up. I will be out there for about a week you know i want to hit up hit up some of the local shops see what's out there hobby shops die cast shops whatever anything car related you know i'm gonna i want to i want to hit that up uh right there so uh so yeah i'll uh i'll keep you guys posted um on that and that's uh that's gonna be coming up 
us soon. So, uh, so just a heads up. I mean, I'm gonna make an announcement and everything. I know when I went when I was out in Spain, I did like the same thing. I uh, closed the online store for about a week, which was good. I mean, I wasn't even worried about like sales or not selling. I wasn't even tripping on that. I, I really wanted to take a vacation, you know. I really wanted to like just disconnect and just enjoy what what I'm doing, you know. I didn't want to be traveling and just like getting a notification that I that I made a sale and that now I'm just like you know feeling like oh man I gotta fulfill it and, and this and this and that, you know. I I didn't want to be feeling like that, um, like anxious or whatever. Like nah. So, um, same, same thing's gonna happen, you know, I don't want to know nothing about <laughs> nothing, once you're on vacation, you're on vacation, you know, you gotta enjoy and embrace what's in front of you, the sights, you know, people, everything, so, um, and I'm, I'm also planning on doing an, uh, a scale rider's a sticker, a Mexico sticker, so, excited for that, it's gonna be a limited, limited edition sticker, I like I like the one I did with with the, the one with Spain, you know I, I I gave those out to homies from Spain and then I also uh, whatever I was left over with I gave them out on orders I put those in there as well. So uh, gonna be doing the same thing with uh, with these uh, stickers here. So uh, eventually you know in the future like every uh, place that I get to uh, travel to. I'll be able to uh, to have that as a memory, you know. Um, just like all the different different uh, countries, areas, regions, areas that I've been to, you know, that'd be uh, pretty neat. Something to look back on, uh, right there. And and I mean, things are gonna change too as time goes on because, like, obviously, my daughter's getting bigger too, and. I feel like she's going to be at an age now where she's going to understand more, where, you know, I'll be able to bring her with me to travel. And, and you know, kids kids will be more patient, you know, because I feel like she's too small right now. And if I try to be like, oh, we're going to go on a plane ride, she might not be into that, you know, because it's like being sitting down for hours strapped in and. And even if you just have, like, yeah, you can watch a movie or an iPad or whatever, it's still, you know, kids want to want to run around, they want to stretch their legs, they want to do stuff, and, and, you know, I don't want to, I don't want my kid doing that, <laughs> you know, I want them to be chill, so this way I can respect everybody else, and I don't want people tripping on me, like, man, get a hold of your kid, you know, nah, because this way... You know, beforehand, you start telling your kid where you're going, what you're going to do. And and you also start to explain how long it's going to take to get there and all this and that. And, and I feel like once they understand all that stuff, you know, they see the uh, the goal, you know, of, of where you want to go to and everything. And, and then you just, you know, you just try to make it comfortable for them. You know, you got their some of their favorite things their toys or their snacks, you know things things to just make them more more comfortable in order to make the the the, the travel easier and, and like faster for them and hopefully they go to sleep and by the time I wake up they're like oh we're here cool you know um because 
as much as I want to travel by myself and go this and this and that and go here and there, um, I know I can't do that. I did it before. I, I, I traveled really far by myself and that was fun. But, you know, as, as you get older, it, it's almost like, you know, you, you want to you wanna share these experiences with people, you know, especially your family. And, you know, I want my daughter to see the world. I want her to see different things, you know, just to like, for her to see, be exposed to stuff to like, you know, as she gets older to learn more about things, you know, about different, different regions, places and everything. And, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things that with her and my fiance, I want to just bring them along for the ride, you know. I want them to know that skill model building and my scale rider store is what brought us here, you know. There's a purpose of why we're here, you know. And and you know, we're we're doing all we're doing all this and and it's important, you know. It, it's a very important thing. And and it's part of my life. You know, with with model building, it's not it's not just you know, the hobby on its own that I look at it like, oh, it's just a hobby. Like, no, like this is this is part of my life, and and a lot of people know that. I think a lot of my my close friends or just people that I'm around or people that I see often or people that I communicate with, they they know that. They know it's it's like part of my life. I mean, they see it. You know, if they come to my house or 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 we're hanging out or or just something, you know. It, it's I'm like fully attached you know like like to it and it, it's crazy because even with uh, with like music when I was so involved and into it you know it's like that was my world you know and, and music's what got me to travel to go here and there and meet different people uh, you know be in different environments, see different cultures, and and all this stuff opened up my eyes like big at a young age, and and it's like even now, like I I do miss going to those places. Like I want to go back, but I don't think that music would take me back there. I, I feel like scale model building is going to be the thing that that will take me back. As much as I want to travel to the UK, you know, to see my friends, I know that if if I go back, I will see them again. But it's also gonna be I'm I'm also now gonna be seeing and meeting my new friends that I've met through scale model building, you know. So it's like two different worlds of of things that you're into, but but it but they're all in in the same country, you know. It's crazy. It's crazy, but um, I, I I do want to do that, and but I want to share it. You know, I, I want to bring my uh, my family along with me, so this way I don't miss them. This way I'm not like far away and missing them and being like, oh man, like I want to go home. You know, like no, like I, I want to bring them with me so I feel comfortable and, and more like you know, like hey, let's check this out, and and even then like. You know, if they want to do their own thing, you know, I can do my own thing, you know, and then we'll meet up back at a certain time. Like, 
you know, everything's possible, you know, but, but definitely as a unit, you know, I want to do it as a unit, so, so that's, uh, that's what's going down right there, and, um, you know, for future plannings for, like, next year, um, I just feel like there's, like, a lot going on, um, in October, I, I got, like, family weddings to attend, too, so it's just, like, you know, gotta get ready for that, you know, you gotta, gotta get, like, suited up and all that stuff, you know, it's, like, (laughs) I don't know, I don't really go to many weddings or anything like that, so it feels different, you know, like, oh, man, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta look nice, you know, (laughs) know, not be all casual and stuff like that, but it's just, like, that's what's coming up right there, so I had to get ready for that, and then, you know, November, it's, like, traveling, hitting up Max, coming back, then we got Thanksgiving, family time, I, I love Thanksgiving, I love spending time with my family, I, I love seeing them, and then December, you know, it's it's all about family again too, you know, parents will be traveling out of the country towards the end of the, the month, so I want to see them, hang out with them, and then, you know, um, once they leave, once they take off, you know, just come out and like check up on things, you know, visit visit my other siblings there, and you know, and all that. So I don't know. It's uh, th- this year. It's 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 gonna be uh, interesting. Just writing it out, and then also finish finish up on projects. You know, finish up on projects. So um, so just just to kind of kind of go from there. You know, one thing I, w- I wanted to mention um, is um, with, you know, I always talk about like music and music and music, but sometimes I really don't, I don't know if I really talk about uh, the specifics of it, but uh, one thing I will mention is when when I was a little, like, like a kid, like, I don't know, maybe like eight years old, you know, I would always... Uh, go to like events and I would see DJs playing right and I would always see the power of a DJ how a, a, a DJ in a in a room in a big hall could control a crowd by music I saw the power in that the sound system the bass him grabbing the mic everything right he controlled the crowd if he wanted people to to go crazy and go nuts he'd play a hit of that time if he wanted people to slow dance boom slow dance if he wanted people to do you know all these like i don't know other types of line dancing or whatever whatever the 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 song was about they do it and i was always like man that's crazy and i always tripped out on the equipment i always thought it was, it was expensive and you know as a kid like that's probably like a million dollars you know what i mean like things like that and obviously like time passes um you know that was just like things i would see and i would be like excited for a day but then that was it i wasn't like really pursuing it i was i was doing my model car stuff but then you know high school start meeting friends and then i started noticing in by my senior year that a lot of my friends are like some of them are like into into freestyling they're rapping some of them are getting into making music making beats some of them are getting into uh or they've already been into DJing since like junior high but they just never talked about it but now they're like still doing it 
But then I meet this one kid who my friend introduces me to, and he tells me, "Hey, it, it, I know, I know, uh, you know, you, you've been saying something about DJing and stuff like that." And and this was like around 2001, right? This is like before I graduated, so this is like 2001. And he's like, "I know this one guy who uh, DJs. He's the only guy." And I'm like, "All right, cool." So I meet up with them, and this dude's shy. He won't talk. He's so shy. And I'm over here like, what's up, man? How you doing? You know? And he's just like nodding his head like, oh, what's up? And he's just chewing gum, and I'm just like, what the hell? Like, this dude don't want to talk. But I didn't get no negative vibe. I was just like, I was kind of laughing. I was like, why does this dude doesn't want to talk? What's wrong with him, you know? And then, but then I said, hey, what kind of, uh, what kind of turntables you got? And what kind of mixer? As soon as I said those words, now I was in his world. I'm talking about things he's interested in. This was his world. Dude opened up like a book. He started telling me everything. Oh, I got these ones. I'm like, for real? And then I told him, well, I got these turntables that I just, like, bought at Guitar Center. But the ones I got at that time were, like, whack. They were sorry, right? Because no, no one told me, like, which ones were the good ones. Because I didn't know anybody, right? So then he starts to tell me, like, like really nicely, like, oh, yeah, you might want to return them, man. Like, try to get these or whatever. And we're going back and forth. And every day we meet up for lunch at lunchtime, right? I'm not even hanging out with my friends. They're like, hey, where are you going? I'll be back. I'm over here talking to, to my other homie now. And we're talking and talking and talking. And then one day he tells me, like, hey, um, so what are you trying to do? Are you trying to just be, like, a mixing DJ or, or what? Like, and I'm like what do you mean and he's like yeah like what are you trying to do and i was like well isn't that all there is he's like no he's like there's he's like have you ever seen a dj battle or like a battle scene and i'm like no nah and then he's like he's like yeah so he's like have you seen the movie juice i'm like yeah yeah yeah." and then he's like well it's like in the movie like these guys like battle right and at that time, that was the only movie that actually, like, exposed a little bit, just a little bit, scratching the surface of DJ battles. Like, they were showing something, but obviously it's a movie, you know, they're not going to show the full, like, full thing, almost, like, compared to, like, Fast and Furious Part 1, they show you a sense of, like, that scene, but, you know, it's obviously different, like, it's more... Like, the underground stuff is going to be more raw, right? So then he's like, oh, watch. Tomorrow I'm going to bring you a, a, a video. I'll let you borrow it. And you can give it back to me later when you're done. And, and let me know what you think. And I'm like, well, what is it? He's like, it's a DJ. It's an event, a DJ battle. He's out there scratching. And then there's something called beat juggling. And I'm like, all right. You know, so I watch it. This thing just fucking blew my mind when I see it. These, these guys have routines where they're they're scratching they're creating music right in front of your eyes i mean they practice this stuff for a long time but they're doing it right there on the spot they could not mess up and and they're juggling but what what i mean by juggling is that they got two of the same records on each turntable and they're syncing both up at the same time but then you reverse one and and then you're 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 juggling it's like a juggling act you're playing with the beats, the snares, and the kicks, or even the words or whatever sound effect is in between, and you're remixing a song right before your eyes, right there on the spot, right? The the record hasn't even turned a complete, like, 
360. The record could be turning like turning and then you bring it back 180, 180, then a 90, and so forth, degree, right? And and I'm seeing all this and I'm like, whoa, what the hell? Like this is crazy. This is what I want to do. So that's what I dove into. That's what I wanted to do. But scratching was always the thing that I wanted to learn, right? So then you start getting into it, you start learning about the scratch gods, like who's like the best in the game. You start learning that, you know, DJ like Cuber, D Styles, you know, these are like the gods. These are like the dudes that are like pushing scratching to the next level. These are the dudes that like you want to get to that level, the highest level of scratching, you know, and um, everybody else is like underneath them, you know, learning and learning and coming up. And then later, you know, uh, graduate high school, I started hitting up my first events, like, to check out. And and my mind's just blown because now the guys I'm seeing on video, I'm seeing them in person now. And they're only, like, a year older than me or, or four years older than me. You know, we're all kind of in the same age. And I'm like, whoa, like, these guys are dope. So now I'm starting to meet some of these guys, starting to find out they're locals. Some of them are from the East Coast, from the South. They're from different areas. But I'm loving the whole thing. I'm, I'm practicing, doing my own thing. and But I noticed something. I noticed that I could only learn so much. Like, every time I scratch, I will, I learned the same scratches and the same combos. And then that was it. I couldn't, I couldn't get it forward. It's like skateboarding. You learn how to ollie. You learn how to kick flip, kick flip. You learn how to shove it. Once you learn those three tricks and you got them mastered, you unlock everything else. Because everything else is a combination. A varial flip is just a, a shove it with the flip. So it's basically combining a kick flip with the with a, a shove it, right? And and everything you unlock it, right? Three sixty flips, all that stuff. So it's the same thing with the with the with the scratching game. You you learn these things to unlock the next thing. But I noticed is that there was always something that I couldn't learn. I couldn't unlock it, so I could, I could never get over that hump. And and I just kind of chilled and I chilled and I chilled and I and I just like was learning other stuff and then I learned how to produce music and then I just pushed more of the music production stuff and then I I put the the scratching thing back I was just like ah whatever back burner but the reason why I bring this up is this is that with skill model building through all these years that I've learned all these steps and and then learning from people about detail parts patience and all these things right I've grown up and I've matured it's helped me grow that now um, that I have a lot of like somewhat free time at night and at certain points I've told myself because I still keep up with a lot of the DJs and and a lot of these dudes and even like like these dudes that I looked up to when I just started, I know them now. Like I, I met them in the past and I know them now, like personally, like I see them at, at events or even just, I run into them sometimes around LA. I'm like, yo, what's up? Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, and I keep up with it. Right. But I tell myself I could still, I have my turntable set up. I could practice whenever I want, like scratching. And I said to myself, all right, I need to learn that scratch. I need to unlock this mystery that I've been wanting to unlock for years. What's going on? I, this couldn't. This can't be hard. This has to be like skill model building. You know, it looks hard, but once you learn the basics and you unlock the stuff, boom, you're doing it. So, 
I started watching videos. I started watching. Now there's so many tutorials, so many things that I, I paid attention. Everything made sense. I started doing it. I started taking my time, be patient with it. And I'm practicing and practicing. And lately I've been practicing. I just, you know, I'm not, I'm not recording anything or nothing, but I'm just like, like yesterday I jumped on the tables and I put a beat on and then I just started like, like I started to do that scratch I've been wanting to do. And it was just coming naturally. And I was just like, dude, what the heck? Like, damn, this is, this is crazy. So I started doing it more and more and, and it just felt very natural, you know? And I'm at the point now where I just like, even one of my friends, like, you know, uh, that the, the one friend that I was telling you guys that gave me that VHS tape from high school, uh, I showed him like an audio clip of, of the scratch that I've been doing. And even he's tripping out because he can't do that scratch right now. And he's like, dude, what the hell? He's like, I want to learn that. I'm like, yeah, I'll show you. Like, it's it's really not that hard. This whole time, we, I thought it was hard, but it's it's not. You just got to follow the steps. You got to follow the steps of the movements because you're moving your hands. Um, your record, you're moving it, you know, back and forth, back and forth. But in a certain rhythm and then your other hand you're, you're clicking um like an on off switch let's say and you're doing them in different movements uh but it has to have a rhythm to it right and i was and it was just crazy and that's the thing dude it's like my homie you know we were 18 years old 2001 when we graduated and i mean he's the one who just like opened up my mind for this whole scratch scratching dj thing that i'm passionate about like i love it i still i keep up with it the same with skateboarding i mean i'm not out skateboarding but i still like look at stuff i watch videos i keep up with certain skaters what are they doing now and i mean that that stuff's cool you know um they're just different cultures that i'm into and then with skill model building i mean you know people that i've been like following since magazines since man what is it like 95 96 and so forth and and i mean look at now you know a a lot of the the same like people that i look up to like i know them now and i'm still meeting new people and this is still there so i just want to say a lot of everything is possible sometimes it might not be happening now but it's going to happen later in the future you know you you just gotta like have that patience and to go back at it and be like all right cool you know uh but yeah maybe maybe later i'll record a clip or something like that like a video clip so you guys can kind of see what i'm what i'm talking about or or what i just do when it comes to the that 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 like scratching sense of it um but just like anything you know like as much as i love my tools and i take care of them i mean i love my my turntables i take care of them too i clean them from time to time and I mean, these things have been running. Like I've had my Technique turntables since I was 18, because I got them later. Uh, I started off with some like some sorry whack turntables, and I returned them. And I got some mid-level like Stanton turntables. I later sold those, and and I was able to later manage to buy Techniques. Uh, but I I bought one at a time. But I had to work a lot to save my money and and just to to get them both and then later upgrade my mixer and so forth i still have those tables and and 
and they're fine more more than 20 years and they're still there um and then now i have another set of like uh vestex pdx 2000 turntables and um those those are those are more i mean you could scratch on both but the pdx are like those ones on steroids that they added all these features in order to control the the platter the speed everything and it was more in, intended as to be created as an instrument for uh for a for a scratching uh for a turntableist that's what that was for so it's really neat um if you guys are kind of curious of what i'm talking about i would probably recommend if you go on youtube look up um d type type in dmc u.s finals 2001 u.s finals 2001 i think the cover should be red like a dj but in red like a like a silhouette but look that up look up dmc usa finals 2001 that was like one of the 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 best u.s finals you had all the the best djs from around the world scratch djs like these are like straight up like just hip-hop heads like best scratch hands-on analog vinyl way before the digital era you know way before serato way before all that this is like really raw raw djing at its highest peak right there so look that up right there watch that and you'll you'll understand what's what's going on um and try to watch the whole video if not then you might want to watch uh D dj craze 2001 uh, or 2000 u.s finals world finals not even u.s finals world finals watch that routine it's really dope um there's also another dj who took it to another level that came out in i think 2002 2003 dj i emerge world finals look that dude up crazy one of the best dudes that came out came out breaking records like literally smashing his records at the end of his routines smashing them like a rock star breaking them and then dude disappeared he disappeared from the face of the earth he just didn't want to be involved in the scene anymore wanted to be low-key because that dude was just like becoming too popular um but yeah that that's a sense like i mean i love all djs i love mixing djs too they get down and everything but when I when I see the the gimmicky like fake DJ, I can spot them out right away, like with what's going on with that. But but it's all good. <laughs> I mean, I'm not 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 gonna hate on that. If anything, they're in there. They're pushing the they're pushing and they're bringing awareness to the DJ game, you know. But but yeah, um, it's it's a trip with this whole thing um, right there. Man, I'm already in the area. It's crazy. I'm looking at the... So it took me about an hour and seven minutes, it looks like, uh, to get here. That, that's not bad at all. That was really, really smooth. I mean, I've, I've been uh, sometimes in traffic where it takes even longer, almost like two hours or hour and a half. So that was not bad. Thanks, you guys, for uh, coming along with me on this ride over here. Um Man, I, I gotta I gotta finish up that holding kit, man. I got I gotta wrap that one up. Um, I know um, 
I've been thinking about wanting to pinstripe it on on these uh, on the edges of the flake, just so this way there's a transition between uh, flake and and the the pearl. So a lot of the times in in the one on one scale, you know, you add pinstriping. It's it's like a bridge, you know. It's it's what's gonna cover up that that line um, right there. So this way, it just looks a, like a lot more uh, more uniform right there. So with the 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 pinstriping, um, since I've already painted the car with House of Color paint and it has urethane, uh, the one pinstripe paint that I would use would be House of Color uh, urethane because. Or it, it's like a hybrid of urethane and enamel mixed together. But the thing about that paint is when you uh, when you pinstripe with that, it lays flat. But it also dries fast and you could clear coat over that. So you could shoot like the show clear over that and it will, uh, you won't have any issues. Because if you use other enamels, uh, you know, other brands that are, are enamel, and you spray and you clear coat over them right away um something's gonna happen you're gonna have a reaction where you know that that enamel hasn't completely gassed out and it's gonna like it's gonna like uh they say it moves or like it, it just like i don't know it it gets weird it gets really wonky and weird um underneath the clear you know because it can't break out of it it's trying to gas out so it's almost like you would have to wait a long time you know for that to happen but i'm just like i'm kind of thinking about it that i want to do this and the more i think about it the more i want to do it oh, sorry about that but um we'll see we'll see what happens you know because um i already know myself and if i don't do it i'm gonna end up regretting it later like man i should have just done it oh nah not like that but you know what i mean i mean like Man, I should I should have just like done it up. We'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Uh, but I I do need to finish that kit. You know I just been busy with with a bunch of stuff. But I need to go in there. You know paint the interior. Start gluing stuff together. And if I'm gonna do this, you know get it pinstriped up on those um, edges and then um, clear re clear coat it one more last time. And that's it. You know. And if I re-clear coat it, damn, this will be the fourth clear coat on that car, you know, uh, which is fine. I mean, the other times I had to clear coat it a lot because I had to bury the, the flake in there, you know, and um, and yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm just kind of uh, saying it now, but we'll, we'll see what ends up transpiring um, down the road with the with that build. Uh, right there but that's what i need i need to definitely build there's also this ae86 pandem that i'm working on um i know i posted a photo of the mock-up on my instagram and the last thing i did to it was i got my dremel and i went in and i i was uh grinding down the inner wheel wells of the wide body fenders so i was cutting into the into the resin in there just because I wanted the wheels to like sit like deep in there um, 
and and this is part of the the Zuman set. So I'm still working on that one. I mean, I was working on it. it it's tucked away right now because I was telling myself I need to finish this uh, this kit from Australia first <sighs> before I touch anything else. So I don't know. We'll see, man. Maybe I'll maybe I'll break that rule and and go ahead and move forward. <laughs> the other one i don't know there's just so much there's so much stuff to uh to get into and it's cool man that's the thing like i know a lot of you guys have a lot of different hobbies and a lot of things and that's fine it's awesome you know sometimes when you're stuck on something go ahead and mess with the other thing you know get into the other one for a bit you know if you're into playing guitar bust out that guitar you know um write some songs, create some stuff and and then later ooh, the streets <laughs> and then later, you know just be uh, come back to it fresh memory and everything fresh mind and boom let's go ahead and move forward with it so um, I'm already here guys we're going to finish this episode off thanks for coming with me for the ride um you know, mystery boxes, they're out there, they're available. Um, also, like I said, you know, highly recommend to subscribe and future show Orange Con coming up as well. And I hope you guys, uh, you know, are, are stay safe, keep building, and I appreciate all you guys' support. All right, peace out.